Hillary. Oh, uranium sales. Uranium. Oh, that Hillary. She's behind it. Even from her prison cell, she's orchestrating things. Uranium sales uranium from prison. Sales. Terrible, terrible. I know. And it gets no press. Whereas the president does the slightest little thing and it's all over the military Military, who doesn't have them? Who doesn't have them? A lot of those guys are marching soldiers. They're not real soldiers. They're soldiers who march and goose step or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, they're just for show. Oh, like, a, like the Marine Band. band. Like yeah, the Marine band. band. Or the Wisconsin Marine Of course. Band. Nothing wrong with it. He wants to have it like France has it. Well, the wine's a lot better. And the whores probably are better, too. The what? The whores. I'm shocked to hear you say that. <laughs> How long have you felt that way, that the whores are better? Well, uh, when, you, when, you, uh, when you think Trump, you think prostitutes. Well, let's try not to think Trump, then. We won't have any of those problems. Unboard language. Let's just do this here. There How are you? You, you comfortable? Got everything you need? Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about using a coaster for your coffee, because I don't know. Honestly, don't. I was just saying, don't. Don't means that doesn't mean, mean do. And it's not. This is the see this cherry table that I bought it for my wife. Library sofa table. And she yelled at me for about two months. Why didn't you buy something? We moved into the house, so I thought I got. I'll get a nice table. We'll have Passover on it. You never did. I don't want a table. I'm asking me. Well, that's a surprise. The nature of surprise is you don't really tell the person you're going to. That's unfair to her. Yeah, it's, well, life's unfair. All right, all right. Okay, let's go to, uh, what are we going to start? Okay. Uh, we could start at the. Beginning. Uh, how about, hi and welcome to What Do You Know 18. Uh, Lyle Anderson is here on my right. Say hello, Lyle Anderson. Hello. And we're here for your comfort and pleasure and to make your flight a little safer. Like they're there for our safety. You know, doesn't that bother you when they talk about flight attendants? We're here to, to ensure your safety. Yeah, what are you going to do, really? And that stupid thing they do in the beginning with the thing. Who's going to put their own mask on first before helping their little child here? That, you know, obviously you put the child first and forget about yourself. How are you then? Pretty good, and we got a great show for you today, including uh, the man who's discovered the largest prime number, uh, a church deacon from uh, Germantown, which is actually Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, so John, uh, we'll be on with this a little later, John uh, Pace, the name is, and uh, we'll, ha we'll do the entire, uh, uh, how many pages there are? One million digits. So I think I'd like to do the entire number, if possible. But it is 2 to the 77 millionth, 232,000th, 917th, minus 1. And there's minus 1 in the end. That means that's, because that's what, see, Mersen, that's he came up with that formula for finding prime numbers. Oh. And so, well, never mind. It's, we'll, we'll, okay. get ahead. we'll get ahead of that here. So anyhow, I was looking at, at, for, at the stats, you know, for this Facebook live broadcast of ours. And uh says, uh, men 65 plus like you. <laughs> and it says, people in Wisconsin like you. 
So I own guys my own age from around here. So uh, I've got a, so in essence, I own me, you know. If I listen to me, I, so I got a, you know, I got a, I got a, I got a modern up, you know. It's, I got, no one's getting my references, for example. The references I make. I'm not the ones on my resume. But I mean, if I say, if I say plunk, you're magic twang or froggy. Don't understand. No, you don't even get it. No. Or if I say, uh, oh, sure, it's his niece, Penny. No one will understand that. A what? His niece, Penny. I don't flying in the plane that. with. Yeah, see, you, they don't get it. Or uh, a reference to S&H green stamps. Oh, that I get. Yeah. Like, you know, hey, did you buy that with green stamps? You know, a good way of insulting someone. Yeah. You've come a long way, baby, you know. Uh, oh. Can't say that because people no. will think you're serious. But cigarettes. Airport, Airport 70, you know, one of the great movies of our time. They don't know what that means. So I thought, uh, I'm okay, you're not. You know, based on I'm okay, you're okay, and I, for years I said I'm okay, but I'm not so sure about you. Yeah. You know, no one, terrible no one. Thing to say, but anyway. No, but I, it's not so much terrible thing to say. It's that, that no one gets the reference, even oh, if it was a good yes. thing to say. Yes. That's the point I'm trying. I got to, I got to ramp up current references and current personalities. So I, I, I'm trying to use these in my everyday conversation, uh, like chill. My daughters always say this to me. You know, if, I, if, I'm, uh, if I'm in this kind of a mood, yeah. chill, chill, Dad, chill. Sorry, not sorry. Did you ever hear that one? No, me neither. No. But it shows really the attitude of this entire generation. You know, irony it's, upon irony. Sorry, not sorry. They're ironic about their ironies. Hmm. Sorry, not sorry. Woke, being woke. You know, woke. No, I don't get that. No, one woke. Not on the wrong side, woke, but uh, woke, being tuned in to something. Tuned in, turned on That's to woke. something. Woke, I think. I don't know. I'm going to use I'm just going to stick it in there and see. Okay. Yeah. Spilling the tea. That sounds almost dirty, doesn't it? I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Swerve when you're not driving. <laughs> say someone, that was a swerve. Meaning that they got off the point, maybe? I don't know. No, I don't know. Do you know any young people in this not generation? To, not to use that kind of language. This is how they all talk. Salty. No, they can't all talk like that. Salt, feeling salty. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm feeling kind of salty because of that donut incident I told you about. This guy behind the, the anal donut buyer for you, getting your donuts. Crunchy? And the guy asked everything possible about 12 donuts individually. The powder, the uh, you want cake, you want, uh, is there a filling, and uh, is it... Uh, the Jeff Eccles of donuts. I know, Jeff Eccles of donuts. No one will get that either. See, I got to update that. It's something else of donuts. <laughs> troll, trolling, troll, being a troll, trolling, you know about that. Yeah. The struggle is real. The struggle is real when it is not. Never You're being heard. ironic about that. No, the struggle is real. I don't know what they're saying. No, I gotta say, it. I'm gonna talk like this. I don't care. No, bay, you know, bay, hey, bay, bay. Obviously, from the a steal from the Urban Dictionary. They have no right to say bay. These young people. Green bay. Bay, b a e, bay. B a. Yeah. Hmm. 
sorry, not sorry. Is shouldn't be bay. It should be ba because they're all yeah. sheep. Exactly. It's much better. All right, and then the personalities is a hard one though, because uh, you know my, I don't know any of the current singers or, you know, the biggest personalities now are besides the reality stars are the uh, YouTube personalities. Oh yeah. Did you ever watch one? No. So you got instead of like I, I could make an evil Knievel reference till the cows come home, <laughs> but today you'd have to say uh, you know that guy who uh, tases dead rats is a big YouTube star. Really? Yeah, and laughs about suicides in the Japanese suicide forest. Oh, I've heard about that. Yes, hilarious. Yeah. The guy's hilarious. Laugh riot. L Logan something. Yeah, I've heard of him. Or Paul something. Paul Logan maybe. Should be Dick something. Yeah, so then you can use him. You can use him in there and say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna taste it like Logan, bro." Oh, huh? does that sound taser. modern? A more modern thing. If I said that to you, would you get some sort of no feeling from it? No. What? Okay. Taste it. Okay. How are you anyway? Pretty good. Okay, I'm trying to modern up here, so you know. Get someone under 65. That's my goal for the next stats. The next stat is say people over 60 like you. From Minnesota, even. They even like you in Minnesota. You know, they just turned 60. Okay. It's a growing demographic, though. Yeah, growing something, I'll tell you that. All right, in all the news that isn't, while sitting just a seat apart at the Winter Olympics, Mike Pence did not interact with Kim Jong-un's sister because his wife wasn't there. Kim Yo-young uh, is her name, by the way. You know how tired she is of being called Kim Jong-un's sister. So that's her actual name is Kim Yo-young. And Mike Pence's wife is pretty tired of being referred to as that way, too. But I don't know her name. Karen, isn't it? Karen. Karen Pence. She's, I give her a lot of credit for hanging in there. <laughs> but at least Mike Pence's wife doesn't have to work at the Propaganda and Agitation Department. Mike's got that covered. Actually, in a better world, I was thinking Mike Pence would have run off with Kim Yo-young, ushering the true dawning of the age of Aquarius. Wouldn't that be wonderful? It would have upset the, every apple cart. And it would have been a good thing for both of them. Especially for Mike. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Winter Olympics, I'd like to point out that the American North and South have never put together a joint hockey team on the ice. So, that's good. so it's, it is a big deal. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you for that. All right. Uh, and, of course, the big Trump crash now stock market. After the Trump crash, Donald will be lucky to be a millionaire, really. So forget this billion business. My Dow doesn't know what my Jones is doing. My locks, stocks, and barrel, down to locks and a barrel. Not the Nova kind of locks, I mean the L-O-C-K-S. Uh, my stocks are mostly in my retirement plan, so it's the only thing between me and the elder crew chief position and Mickey D's. But if McDonald's gives you stock options, I could gain it all back, which oh. I don't think they do. Oh, uh, I doubt it. I thought maybe they did. They should. Why not? I don't know. They got the money. Uh, Elon Musk launches the biggest rocket since the Saturn to launch a Tesla into space in search of alien car dealerships. Because he can't get them here on Earth, you know, they won't let him have dealerships. So he sends them into space. Mars. Wide open market there. 
All right, God not only did not call Michelle Bachman, he got a restraining order against her. And when God gets a restraining order against her, you stay the fuck away, believe me. Says God says a thousand that. yards, it's a thousand yards. What was that story? She said she would only run for that Minnesota seat if God called her. <laughs> and he apparently didn't call? Yeah. I don't know. Is he on the line there? I don't think so. <laughs> and he blocked her on Twitter, of course, but that goes with that. He's divine. He can do that. A televangelist says to inoculate yourself with the word of God instead of a flu shot. So what you don't want to do is to inoculate yourself with the word of a televangelist, because that will definitely get you the flu. But if you do come down with the flu, at least you can expectorate into your blessed prayer hanky. Blessed prayer hanky. Did it, I think they're what fifty dollars for a prayer hanky? I mean, who's that guy who sells the prayer hankies? Did you ever see him? No, I don't remember prayer hankies. Yeah, they're little pretty. No, it's a prayer hanky. Prayer I'm pretty hanky. sure. Or maybe uh, no, it's just hanky. Looks like a regular hanky that you'd get. You know, three in a pack, cloth, linen, I suppose. Really? Oh, fifty dollars on, or maybe it's just as much as you can afford. And he blesses them. Hankies. So it comes, if you get the blessed flu, you could get that. A uh, judge rules a bakery can refuse to make same-sex cakes, but is willing to look the other way at hee-hee and she-she cake toppers. So that's good. They can still have the ornaments on the top. But no cake? No cake. Okay. <laughs> Not from this guy, anyhow, where he was. You just sell them what the is A cake is a cake. You're in the cake business, you make a cake. What do you care what they're using it for? Uh, the ruling should have no effect on same-sex novelty cakes. So if you're getting... Uh. A nice penis cake. Yeah. Something tasteless. Ever have one? No. <laughs> I have to. Someone Why? gave me one once. I don't know. I can't remember what it was. I remember there was a Vogue for those like, yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, like, There's a place for those somewhere. Excuse me. I have to blow my nose. Go ahead. Say a few things. <laughs> Into your prayer hanky. Yeah. My prayer Kleenex. For $5, you get a prayer Kleenex. All right, where was I then? Uh, sex novelty cakes. Uh, okay, we're talking about the Trump parade, I guess. And, uh, you know, what will be special about the great leader Trump MAGA military might parade is at the end, they will launch everything. So they'll fire all those missiles off. That should be nice. Yeah, that's how it's going to be better. Uh, Doritos has walked back their Lady Doritos lower crunch, less finger licking purse size version for women. Code name Virginia Slims Doritos. See, once again, no one's going to know the Virginia. It's come no. a long way, baby. Long way, and, baby. Right. Yeah, so you get your Doritos. You got. Anyhow, so the, yeah, apparently it's not going to happen. Dorito, lady Doritos, not going to happen. Uh, yeah. The Doritos uh, CEO, who happens to be a male, said women don't like to lick their fingers after salty snacks. Yeah, but he must have meant he, they didn't like to be seen doing it. Because oh. you take my wife. Take my <laughs> wife. <clears throat> She's a Cheetos addict. Really? She gets the family-sized purse size. You know, she shoves those in her purse. That's purse size for her of Cheetos. And they're the, you know, Cheetos. Mm -hmm. They're like fried. Uh, well, corn chips or no. Corn. Whatever uh, they are. Corn yeah. puff things. Yes. But they're fried, so they're even better. And this powder comes off all over here, and I've never seen her with powder on her, so something has happened between the consumption. She goes off in a corner. It's a secret. 
Yeah, but I suspect it's been. It's inevitable. Plus, I never see anything around her mouth, which I always get. They forget to get those. Women do many of the same annoying things that men do, actually, if you can catch them doing it. That's the secret. You can't catch them. Yeah, no, they're good at that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that tsunami alert on the East Coast was just some intern who thought that the Hawaii missile thing was pretty funny. Once you get a millennial, you know, you get them for free, but they have their costs, you know, in any job situation. Yes, I put a tsunami alert. <laughs> Oh, what would that be then? Something that, that would be bay? No, that would be uh, swerving. He swerved on that one. I don't know what it is. Nice. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, we got some studies here. Studies are always good. If, as a study has found, low levels of alcohol are good for the brain, high levels have got to make you into a thinking, drinking machine. And, or a drinking, singing machine. Yes, and I think we've all seen the genius rise along with alcohol levels and the guy next to us at the tavern. You know, Oh, yeah. He wasn't a genius when he walked in, but sitting down for a few hours. Einstein. I'd like to drink with Einstein. That'd be cool. Imagine what he'd say. Talk about Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> well, you get down and dirty with it. I forget that. I don't care about relativity. Tell me about Marilyn. Albert. Have another one. Little schnapps. Another study finds that the emotional range of emoticon users has been pared down to six or eight stereotypical cartoon icon feelings. So actually, emoticons actually remove your, your actual emotions and substitute them with little... I'm smiling, you know, my favorite. You're the one that's smiling and crying at the same time. Because that sort of sums it up, doesn't it? Covers everything. Yeah, uh, okay. And finally, and I mean that a third study finds that hormones are to blame for binge eating at night because hormones, after a long day, every day, controlling each and every process, really work up an appetite and could use a drink as well. That's all the news that isn't. How about a little Mersenne there? Oh, yeah, we haven't heard the Mersenne. Yes, here we go. Perfect for this subject binge eating and what have you this is from ancient airs and dances by uh, what's his name no the guy oh, Respighi who was a fullback for Notre Dame and uh, Marin uh, Mersenne who's the father of the uh, the uh, prime number uh, yeah Marin Mersenne uh, September 8th 1588 uh, in uh, Oze Maine is there a Maine in France it says Maine here could be Marne but it says Maine I remember the Maine there's another reference don't look at he died on uh, 1 September 1648, age 59, in Paris. He was French. He was the father of acoustics. And the prime numbers. It's rather pretty, isn't it? Oh, very nice. I, I would call it pastoral. Like cows are sleeping to this. Huh? At the symphony. Sunday matinee. Yeah. 
This does? Same one? They do all three? It's very pretty. It's very lovely, actually. And Mersenne actually wrote an air that went with this. We think. Attributed to. But this is not an air, is it? No, but, but it said... Well, here's the problem. Wow. And I'm glad you're here. I guess I like it. Because he worked with the string. He got the string theory. And so then he got to write for strings. Yeah. It wasn't just mathematics to him. No. No. So you know of Mersenne. Because of the... Uh, uh, the uh, yeah, Universal Harmony. Yes. Is that really it's called? Yeah. Oh, we'll hear more of that later. I think it's quite lovely, though. I'm on. Let's see if he's there. Hey, John, are you there? I'm here. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well this morning. Yourself? I'm fine. Thank you very much. And um, so how are how, you found this number, but this is a, a long-time quest for you, right? This is not an overnight I, I, thing. I've been a participant uh, for a for about 14 years now. Uh, the calculation for this one took about six days. Took about what? Six days. Six days? Believe it or not. Yeah. So six days out of 14 years finally paid off. <laughs> it did finally. Yeah. And tell me, tell me what is, first of all, what you, I, I, I hate to call it an obsession with, with the Mersenne uh, prime numbers, but it is sort of, isn't it? Uh, it can be. Uh, I became obsessed more with climbing what they call the leaderboards. Uh-huh. Uh, and what, what they measure on their leaderboards is how much you've contributed to the overall project. Uh-huh. So, you know, through time, it was sort of like, you know, I've, I've got a more powerful computer. Or I've added my wife's computer or now my daughter's computer. Yeah, and you the know, church I computer. Sort of, yeah, I sort of moved up, yeah. you know, and so it just became... Okay, well, here's another one. Why don't I use it for that as well? And just, you know, I'm I'm probably in the top fifty on the global leaderboard, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's just kind of big yeah, cool. Never, never thought I would find a Mersenne prime number. Yeah. Do they, they, uh, by the way, do they, do, uh, over at Germantown Church of Christ, they all bother by the fact that you're using all their computers in the basement there for this quest? <laughs> well, one, you don't find basements in Memphis. <laughs> uh, All right. the Point well taken. Still, you know, the water table, yeah, way too high. Okay. Mississippi right next to it. Right. Uh, but no, actually, they're they're quite excited yeah. uh, for it, and they're actually quite happy that because I've been using it sort of on their computers as a as a early warning system mm-hmm. because each of the remote computers that's part of the program periodically, you know, sends its current status. To the central server uh-huh. that's running the you know global program and handing out these assignments, and I just there was a set uh, setup that I flagged and I said, hey, if one of my computers doesn't check in, you know, within six hours of when it's supposed to, mm-hmm. let me know. Uh-huh. So, and, and this actually happened yesterday. It was yeah. just really ironic, uh, you know. So I'd much rather get an email that I wake up to that says, hey, you know, your server's home. Yeah. So that I can swing by there before I go to work, and sure enough, yesterday I I get start getting texts and 
messages and voicemails, and I had meetings. I was just slammed yesterday mm. for like six hours and <laughs> could not go out there, but it turned out the voicemail server had just hung up, tight as a drum. It was, it's a Windows product. What do you expect? Yeah. Well, there's, there's a lot to, to and that what you just said, there's, there's a lot to consider there. But, I mean, you are the, you're the deacon of the church there, and this is, strictly speaking, this is not church business. What uh, strictly speaking, sorry? It's not church business. Oh, no, so, no, it's not church business. Yeah. No, the only, the only part of the church business is that they want their computers to run. <laughs> so, yeah, they, right. they had no problem with me running this to make sure they were getting, you know, some service that yeah. that wasn't, wouldn't otherwise get. Right, okay. Uh, and this, this, is this part of the GIMPs thing? Is that what this is? The, the it GIMP? is, the Great Internet Mersenne Prime Search. Yeah. Horribly named, but yeah. it is what it is. Do you, do you ever go to, like, GIMPs conventions? Do you talk to other GIMPs? Do you correspond with other gimps uh, to the best of my knowledge they haven't had a convention yeah uh, if they have i'm i will probably get an invite for that too my 15 minutes of fame has lasted an unbelievably long time yeah so there was apparently inflation built into whoever originally made that statement uh-huh um yeah so you are you surprised at the at the amount of uh, acclaim and uh, and coverage you've gotten and, and printage oh I'm shocked that anybody yeah. cares. Yeah, I mean the, uh, the the guy that had originally written the first or wrote the software still maintains it. George, uh, when he when he texted, well, he, when he wrote me back, I don't know, probably a third email, and he's like, "Okay, this looks like it's going to be a prime number." He said, "I'm going to need some biographical information for this press release, mm-hmm. and do you have any problems doing interviews?" Mm-hmm. I wrote him back and I said, "Who's going to want to interview me?" <laughs> and he's done this longer than I have, and he said, just wait. <laughs> and I was like, eh, okay, but they really ought to be talking to you. You know, you're doing, you've done the hard programming. I'm just clicking buttons. Mm-hmm. All right, and let's get to the, the number itself now. This is, this is it still the biggest one, or has someone surpassed <clears throat> you in the past couple of weeks? If anybody has done it, nobody has reported it. Ah, okay. And uh, can, can you tell us what the number is? in some way that we could possibly not understand it? <laughs> well, it's, it's 2 to the 77 million mm-hmm. minus 1. Okay, I think we lost the end of that. Could you just say that again? For some, we faded out just on the... Give, it, give us that number again. Perfectly all right. Hey. That's the downside of doing a lot of broadcast, isn't it? How you doing, John? We're back again. I'm doing all right. Where did I lose you? With just at the number, so if you give us that oh. number, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's uh, it's two to the seventy-seven million two hundred thirty-second nine hundred seventy-fifth power minus one minus one. It's minus one. Otherwise, you'd have an even number. All the powers of two, right? So it, yeah, it, it got named after a, a French monk named Marie Mersenne. Yes, he studied them in the eighteen hundreds, and you know, even though he made several projections about what future numbers would be. He actually was quite wrong about some of them. Oh. Uh, he missed some. He was incorrect about some, but yet his name stuck with them. Yeah. Yeah, Mersenne, we've been playing some of Mersenne's music, too. This is the one thing that he wrote, apparently. I don't know if you can hear it there. But it's very pretty, actually. I can. Yeah, he won, uh, or he, he made uh, one error. He might have. He might have committed an error. Oh, he made an error. Yeah, on this thing. Uh, uh, so, all right, well, let's go. And, 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 you, and, and one of these articles actually was quite nice. We're talking about you in that you were inspired by a, a high school teacher. We always like to hear that. 
Oh, I, I had a fantastic uh, high school instructor my sophomore, junior, and senior years. Mm-hmm. He, uh, just, what, what school you know, was that at? Was that in, in German it town? Was, it, no, it was Waverly Central High School. Yeah. Middle of nowhere, Tennessee. Oh, middle of nowhere. Uh, I've been there. Middle of nowhere. There's yeah. probably not 5,000 people in the entire city. Okay. Uh, but it's the, it's the central high school for the county as mm-hmm. well. It's the central and uh, he just—he was just renowned for the math teams that he could put together, and you know what he could develop students' interest and passion for math into. Mm-hmm. Well, what was his name, Mister? His name was Harold Knight. Mister Knight, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he and his brother both taught at the high school. Yeah, and that is, cause he would give you problems that only had one solution, and you would spend uh, all of your time trying to find that w- the one right solution. Right, is what well, I. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was. I didn't like things like biology, where it was like, well, it might be this, it might be this, it might be something else. And I was yeah. just like, doesn't make sense to have more than one answer. You know, and I started getting into math, and it's like, okay, what's the answer to this question? And I'm like, oh, now this I can deal with. Yeah, you can deal sure, with it. Let me figure it out. Then it became harder and harder and harder. I just sort of ate it up, went from there. Yeah. Now, this prime number, now, is there any uh, military use for it? Uh, today, absolutely none. Okay. And uh, that, the number, like I said, took, took my PC six days to calculate it. It mm-hmm. took the supercomputer-level computers that they had checking it a day and a half. So, yeah, oh. today it would just absolutely choke a machine. Oh. But when the NSA gets quantum computers running and things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. you're going to need a number that size to keep them out of your business. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, eventually computers... I mean, they're growing exponentially faster. Yeah. Numbers that we were testing 14 years ago when I started are now completely inconsequential. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were at the forefront of, we got to find a next, what's the next number? What's the next number? And now they just, they just run in minutes. Yeah. But why, why would that, in the, in the new quantum age that's coming, quantum computing and all that, why would this, this huge number be important to protecting your well, security uh, I, or whatever? It, in, encryption is all based oh, on okay. prime numbers. Oh, is okay. There, I didn't. Oh, know. yeah, yeah. Prime numbers are key for all of it. Now, to be yeah. fair, yeah, you would almost certainly never use a Mersin prime. No, only because there's only fifty of them. Ah. and so somebody could take fifty oh. stabs at it and you know pretty much break it. So they'll oh. they'll come up with other primes that are nearby because there should. Well, no, there are. There are an infinite number of primes. So they'll 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 find something large enough. You know, to keep our data safe in the future. Yeah, yeah. And have have certain people uh, in certain uh, bodies of, uh, of surveillance, let's not put any names to it, ever contacted you about about this discovery? Oh no, oh no. They, it's a public number. You know, public. So everybody now knows it. So yeah. it, you know, it in and of itself will not be of much use for it. It's yeah. more of the. You know, it's just really cool. Yeah, and you did you didn't make any money on this one because I know originally you were going there was a cash prize or something, wasn't there? Well, when I first joined, it was because there was the Electronic Frontier Foundation was offering a hundred thousand dollars, right, to whoever found a ten million digit prime. Yeah, uh, they're currently the Electronic Frontier Foundation offering a hundred fifty thousand for a hundred million digit prime, and I believe it's two hundred thousand to the first billion digit prime wow and yours but is only how many digits this one yeah mine's a measly 20 
22, 23 million, something like okay. that. All right. It's not, yeah. <laughs> Ironically, as soon as this was done, I switched my computers and said, hey, why don't you go look for this really big number mm-hmm. out here, thinking, you know, might as well jump to the next total. Mm-hmm. And instead of my computers coming back and reporting that they needed six days, they were coming back and going, okay, six months from now, I'll let you know what this turns out to be. Maybe you so should I, get out of Windows. You ever think about it? I mean, you know, there are... Uh, I've considered it, but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's where I, my, for my real job, you know, does everything, so I, I have to pretty much stick with it. Well, John, I want to thank you for taking the time. That's, I, to me, it's a fascinating. I don't. I'm not good at math, but I, to me, it's fascinating. The, the subject is fascinating. Oh yeah, and, I, uh, I find it fascinating. I have a lot of fun at it. Yeah, it's something anybody could do. If any of your other listeners would like to join up, yes. Maybe Lyle can get turned on. He doesn't like math, though. No, doesn't do math. Oh, he could even he could even run it on his computer. Yeah. Thanks very much, John. Oh, it's pleasure. Have a great day. Nice talking to you, John Pace, from Memphis, Tennessee. Let's hear Memphis, Tennessee now. Or I tell you what, we got here the uh, little more Mersen and his rather. What? It's actually Rospiki. But you can see Mersen behind him there just playing on an air violin according to his string theory. Yep. Very nice. That's Mersen, the same guy made this all possible that we could find prime numbers that were pleasing to him. We could play some more of that music, but I think people, I haven't heard much response to the music or anything. I, I got, I'm not looking at my Facebook. It's very pastoral. Does that mean sleep-inducing? No. Oh, someone's calling. Okay. Well, the Saller Gardens recalls their turnip sticks Hello. in Canada due to listeria fears. All right. Who knew they ate uh, turnip sticks in Canada? Did you know that? No. Oh, yeah, put go. Sure, right. put them on. We got Tracy. Tracy? Okay, good. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Hi, Mike. I'm great, thanks. How great. about you? I'm good. Thank you for, for saving me here because I was just running out of Canadian news. <laughs> and there's nothing <laughs> after know. that. I, I did a little New Brunswick. And yep. uh, this yep. thing about turnip sticks here that uh, they've, they've been recalled by Soller Gardens. Did you know that they eat turnip sticks in Canada? I had no idea. I never even heard of a turnip stick. Are they re- reformed turnips? I mean, not refashioned or, ref- I don't know, reform or orthodox turnip Reconstituted? Stick. Could be. I don't know. And they say that the warning is that turnip sticks might smell fine, but they could be bad. <laughs> okay, so. There's a lesson in that for all of us, I think. I don't know. I don't know. What's going on, Tracy? What you doing this morning? I'm watching the podcast and oh. checking my Facebook stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you find yourself on Facebook a lot? Oh, um, twice a day, maybe. Twice a day, yeah. Are you mm-hmm. wor- Are you worried about how frequently you have to consult Facebook to get on with things? I am. Are you? Yes. Thinking about joining a support group. <laughs> they should start having interventions like facebook you know it's it's an addiction they should have they should you know they walk in here while you're on your phone you're facing in your phone like that and they should exactly. have all your, all your friends should walk in the room there and say hi tracy 
a FaceTime intervention on Facebook. <laughs> that would be ideal. What do you do when you're not on Facebook? What's what's your? I'm a dentist. You're a dentist. Well, mm-hmm. how, how how good for you? Do you own a sports franchise? <laughs> no, I sold it. <laughs> Which one did you have? That, I mean, that's pretty good. Is, oh. Where where are you? What where are you located? I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, Indianapolis, okay. Did you get the big snow out there, Tracy? No, uh, my buddy couldn't come down from Chicago because oh. uh, the snow up there. No, it was uh, sunny here yesterday and a oh. predicted high of 52 degrees. Mike Pence must have had him shift the winds on that one. He's got a lot of power now. Well, I'm originally from Columbus, Indiana, and uh-huh. there is a lot of power in that town, trust yeah. me. Yeah, so that's probably yeah. why they get the storms to miss you there in Indianapolis. And uh, when you're not uh, doing dentistry, which I know is a, a, a fun job and also somewhat athletic, I mean, do you do a sport or <laughs> do you work out? Do you do uh, the gym thing or uh, I don't know, just trying to learn a little oh, about you here? I do the gym thing. If you consider yep. doing the gym thing, having a gym membership. You have the membership. Yeah, that's me. I've had this membership for years. I haven't been there in, I think, a decade. But my, Same here. My family goes sometimes. But I don't know what they do there. I don't either. You know, now I would just Maybe. be in the warm water pool with the other old people, walking around <sighs> with those th- waving those heavy things in the water. <laughs> oh, I feel so much better. I'll tell you this: no longer this is shifted over to here after I've been doing. So I don't do that. Man. But if if you were at the gym, what would you be doing? A machine sort of thing. Oh yeah, machine and free weights. And free. Oh, so you do you do the weights? That's good. They say weights mm-hmm, is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. How much can you bench press? Oh, that's not one of the machines I do. No, that's that's a machine that does. You can't. <laughs> you couldn't bench press the entire machine. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> tell me. Let me tell, ask you this, Tracy. Would you like to do the What do you know quiz? I would love to do the. Whoa! Quiz. It is the original cl- quiz and the only one of its. What's the matter? Is that bothering you? Just tell me just if ever, any of this bothers you. No, it's just startling. Lyle Anderson here on my right. Lyle's been with me all these years, and so he, he's used to me. But you know, this might be new for you. So uh, have you ever played the quiz before, Tracy? Never. Okay. As you know, it is a general knowledge quiz. It's not trivial. Right. It's my life. Right. And we have various categories, which include current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school, had you been paying attention, science, or odds and ends. And you could pick any one of those to start us off here, Tracy. Why don't we pick what you should know if you were listening in school? Paying attention. If you were paying right. attention, you would have known that. Yeah, if you were paying attention. I'm sorry, that's I wrong. I guess I wasn't. That's one wrong. <laughs> oh, here we go. The world's oldest crayon was discovered. It's uh, apparently 10,000 years old. The world's oldest crayon discovered in Yorkshire, North Yorkshire, which is different from Yorkshire, believe me. You say. Anyway. In the UK. I want to know what color it was. World's oldest crayon. This is places. Is that what you said? No, this is school. Okay. Uh, the world's oldest crayon. Was it ochre, carnation pink, or sepia? It was ochre. How did you know that? Because I'm connected to that area. You are? Mm-hmm. North Yorkshire? Yes. Well, Yorkshire, yeah. Yeah. Did you? The uh, town of Yearsley. Pardon me? The town of Yearsley. Really? Is that your people are from there? I am the Lord of Yearsley. Okay. 
Whatever you say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nobody believes it. <laughs> You're the Lord of your... So what comes with that title? Anything? Any land or anything? Well, ancient rights and privileges. <laughs> um, I had those, but that was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Same here. <laughs> Now, are you, I actually say, you're telling me, because I'm very gullible, and I'm willing to believe you. Oh, no, no, no. This is it's a true story. I'm the hereditary Lord of Yearsley. The title was created about 1072 by... By Yearsley? No. No, by the whoever was king or queen then, right? William the Conqueror. William the Conqueror. That's a big deal. It is a huge deal. So this is for real, then. Well, Absolutely. you must have a, why don't you, you there must be a tremendous uh, castle or castles and a lot of land that goes with it and poachers and all that kind of stuff out there. <laughs> By the you, time the title was passed to me, most of that was was sold for death taxes, things like that. Oh, so there's not, I'm afraid. Have, have you gone out oh. there looking for it? Oh, I have, I have. I've driven by, I've waved. It was nice. Huh. I think you should look into this further. There's got to be some because, I mean, William the Conqueror. Come on. Right. Plus, well, you should be. What? I'm sorry. There's, there's 2,000 years of, of manorial scrolls that are someplace in London that I can go look at. So one day, maybe I will. You need a barrister. I have you, one. You need more than one. Then. You need a new barrister. Apparently. You need a, I need a new one. Yes, yeah. I do. Right. And you need, and you could be in the House of Lords, right? Well, I don't think so because, well, maybe I you're the know. Lord of Yearsley, right? Is there some I imposter am. right now doing the Lord of Yearsley business? And I check every once in a while, yeah. and no, there's not. Well, that's amazing. It is. That's amazing. I couldn't believe it. You probably make more as a dentist, but still, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, that's one right. In fact, I'm going to give you another one right for that, being Lord of Yearsley. That's too right. Oh, well, right. Yay. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. One more to go. Pretty amazing. Okay, one more to go. And we those same categories, you know, whatever you want. I don't care. Right. Current okay. events, people, one. places, schools, science, odds and ends. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's do uh, uh, odds and ends. Odds and ends. This could, could be anything. An, yes, thank you. Flipping the bird uh, to a police officer. Okay, is it a First Amendment right? Uh, a, yes. B, depends on the flippy. Or C, if not, First Amendment this. What was the third option? Oh, never mind. <laughs> yes, or depends oh, on the I flippy. Let's, let's, uh, let's. Uh, I got it. I got it. Okay. Uh, let's see. What is it a First, First Amendment right to flip off a police officer? It's come up in the news in many areas and places because what other, what other power do you have, you know? Right. Okay. Yes, depends, or, or should be, let's say. Well, it depends. Mm-hmm. It depends on the flippy? Yes. Yes. That would seem to be the case, uh, Lyle, in, in, in court cases. Some cases they actually prosecute the guy. Idea. Some they let them out. I'm, we're going to accept that. Yes, congratulations. Yay. Your lordship, the Yay. Lord of Yearsley. This is the first lordship we've had play and win the What Do You Know quiz. So I'm, I'm, 
Let's let's give Lord Yearsley a some prizes. Some great prizes, yes. Wonderful. What do you got there? Give him some coffee too. Uh, we haven't given away the coffee. I want to give away the coffee too. No, I haven't given away coffee lately. Yeah. Yes. You can get your caffeine fix with Tano Batak or Hartman Honey, coffee sourced from Central America and other worldly sites. Yeah. And roasted at Denver's famed Novo Coffee by Coffee Meister Herb Brodsky and the boys. Great. And from the earliest times to the present. Wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. From the earliest times to the present, you'll find it all in Glad You Asked, Intriguing Names, Facts, and Ideas for the Curious-Minded by Michael Feldman and the editors of the Encyclopedia Britannica. Congratulations. Brilliant. Thank you. That's it. That's it for Lord Yearsley. That's it. Two prizes. Wonderful. Two for yeah. the price of one. Okay. Oh, wonderful. All Thank right. you very much. We'll send that to you. What you could do for me, uh, Lord, may I call you? Yes. <laughs> Is, yes, <laughs> Tracy, is to, uh, if you give me an, uh, an email with a, a mailing address for you, since we don't want to release that to uh, people mm -hmm. who, who follow you on Facebook. And um, our, our Gmail, uh, do you know that number? Your Gmail. Yeah. No, I don't know what sure. Gmail you like. It's, it's Wadyano2, so W-H-A-D-Y-A-K-N-O-W, with the numeral 2 after it, at gmail.com, and just send us, uh, shoot one over to us, as millennials say. Shoot me over one. Okay. And uh, we'll get that out to you. Thank you so much for calling in and, and uh, listening. Terrific. Thank you very much. All right. Best to you. Nice talking Thank with you. Thank you. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Okay. Well, that was nice. I met yeah. an actual lord. It's amazing. What you lord of the manor. Yes. And here, just so I won't play that same Mersenne thing, thing, this is a John Seeger, semi-twang. Billy's heart sick. y'all for uh, listening or watching whatever you're doing right now when you hear this and uh, it's been fun thank you Lyle Anderson for your contribution and there's another donut waiting for you on the way out uh, next week we got uh, Tom Apple in this uh, time slot here 10 a.m. Central 4 p.m. Togo time 
on the What Do You Know podcast Facebook page and look for us on iTunes under the same heading. Talk to you real soon.